0: Sunday matinee at Anteater Ballpark, UC Riverside and UC Irvine wrapping up their four-game series. Justin Johnson joins me on Highlanders pregame. Coach Salvat, Sunday today, you got Marujo going to the hill, and he's been pretty good for you the last couple weeks.
1: Yeah, he's done a really good job the last couple weeks. Since we moved him into the, the starting role, he's done a great job on Sundays, over five innings in all of his starts, so we hope that he can go out there and do it again this weekend. You know, we talk about this a lot, and this
0: goes into pro ball. With pitchers, sometimes when they're throwing well, you need to get to them early, and I think in all three games, obviously Friday you did, but in all in the two games yesterday, you guys had opportunities early to maybe get get a run home or two runs home or whatnot, and you weren't able to do it. How important is that, particularly when a guy like a Frias guy who's throwing really well, you get to him for a couple of runs that gets the energy changing the dugout a little bit, does it not?
1: Yeah, I mean, good pitchers like you said. Uh college or in the pros, you've got to get to those guys early because you're just not gonna have many opportunities. Obviously we had an opportunity early against him with him walking and then Travis stealing and, and getting a, a wild pitch or a pass bar or whatever you want to call it there. The third base no outs so all we need to put a ball in play and we at least get a lead. Like all right here we go get a little bit of momentum and we get nothing. Kinda of shut our momentum down right away and then they come up and, and get a get a run. So you definitely, those good guys, you got to get to them. You're not going to have a lot of opportunities. I mean, heck, we looked up on what, the fifth or sixth inning. I can't remember what it was, and he still had a no-hitter. So, you know, you're not going to have many opportunities against him. He was fantastic. And even Pinto in that first game, we did score one in the first. We did score one in the second. So, we were, we may miss a couple opportunities, but we marked and gave us a tie, you know, the lead. And then they tied us back with the home runs. And then the, uh, we got that lead back. So we we responded early, and then we kind of we couldn't do anything after that. So, Dad, it, it's huge to get to those guys early because you're not going to have a lot of opportunities.
0: You know, your opponent today, Irvine, I mean, they've had good – over the last 10 years or so, they've been pretty good. They've had good years. They've had bad years. I know they haven't gotten to the postseason in a while. I think 2014 was the last year they got to the postseason. One thing they've always done, whether the coach was Dave Serrano or Mike Gillespie or now Ben Orloff, they really do a good job of putting the ball in play. Explain a little bit, how does that put pressure? Why does – why is that so hard to deal with sometimes? They've had a couple of rallies that started after they had two outs because they were able to put the ball in play.
1: Well, I mean, it's key. Let, let's be honest. If you put the ball in play, something good could happen for you. I mean, even on us yesterday in the, one of those innings where we got a ground ball from uh, Marcellus, you'd think it might be a double play, and their second baseman boots it. Now we, all of a sudden we have bases loaded. You're not going to make many errors when the catcher catches the ball and it's strike three. There'll be a few that obviously get in the dirt and get away, but it's it's really easy to catch, you know, catcher catch that throws back the pitcher and you're out. When you put the ball in play, you at least give yourself a chance. I know it's frustrating as coaches sometimes. I'm pretty sure on both ends where guys are getting kind of off the end of the bat or jammed and you're like, gosh, the pitcher actually beat that guy but he was able to get a hit, and that's what they do a good job. They put the ball in play, they give themselves a chance, and when some start falling and then obviously they hit some good, it, it leads to, to rallies. It's what was helping us at the beginning of the year and even a couple of weeks ago when we were doing a lot of damage with two outs. Put the ball in play, you never know when to get something going, and all of a sudden it, it, it's hard to stop that momentum when it does get rolling. So, yeah, they do an outstanding job of battling, competing, putting the ball in play, and putting pressure on you. One thing, a theme for you guys, one of the positive themes has
0: been the development of some of the younger guys. You know, the guys who were freshmen last year and the guys who were freshmen this year. And it looks like you're going to have, you know, a good core. I was talking about it yesterday on the broadcast. But let's specifically talk about Eric Marujo, just his development over the year because – His path this year has been unusual for a freshman pitcher. Usually for a freshman pitcher, you figure out a role, and it's usually a midweek role, and then maybe you'll throw him for an inning on a Sunday or maybe an inning on a Friday. He's kind of run the gamut. You know, He's been a middle reliever. He's been a long reliever. He's been a closer, and now he's been a starter. How has that worked for you in terms of his development this year?
1: Yeah, I've told you this before that he's probably the one guy on this team that we probably put in bad that I have put in bad positions. I really like that he throws a lot of strikes. I really like his stuff. I know Coach Burns liked his stuff. So at the beginning of the year, he was kind of in the bullpen, back and forth. And when we started losing guys, we lost Granio obviously week two. He's a guy I trusted, so I put him at the back of the bullpen in some big situations coming in eighth inning, ninth inning with leads, and that's tough on a freshman right away. Threw him right in the fire. And now that we've I've kind of backed off of that once we put him as the, as the fourth starter, and now he's relaxed and able to know what his, his role is for the weekend. It's not, you know, it's pressure to start. But I'm not putting him out there with a lead every time where if he walks a guy or hits a guy as a freshman, gives up a base hit, now he feels like he's blowing the game for you. He just knows he's going to go out there and do the best he can for the weekend. So I think it's going to be huge for his develop. It was huge for his development this year, and I think it's going to be huge as we go forward just as he develops every single year. I think when he looks back, this freshman year will be something that really he looks back on and goes, well, this really helped my career, where even though at the beginning of the year it was probably a little rough on him.
0: You know, we've talked a lot about Anthony, and and he's obviously been really good. But, you know, I've been impressed by the approach. You saw Marcellus in the lineup yesterday. I think he's been pretty good. And I like what I've seen from Mason about the last month. Mason Grace behind the plate, both with defense and how his hitting has come around.
1: Yeah, so Mason is... He's kind of got what you hope freshmen would get, right? I mean, we didn't have a fall, know what he did, but he got kind of one, one game a weekend, one game a weekend, just to get his feet wet, just to, you know, get some experience. Early in the year, you probably did see it with receiving and whatnot. He's kind of learning the how quickly the college game is played. And then yesterday, you know, had made an outstanding throw on a ball that was not tough to even catch or that was not easy to catch and then then threw a seed down to second base to get a runner. His arm is great. He's definitely getting better, I think, every single week. And, and he's going to be another one that got to take, I think, the correct path as a freshman. Now next year and the years after, his development is going to just continue to grow and he's going to be big time for us. Last thing for you, how does the bullpen line up today after Eric? So we'll have Marujo today to get get us started, and we'll see how he goes. Sheamus is back available for another inning, uh, our old crafty lefty. And then after that, we'll probably have uh, Garnillo is available for an inning. I don't know when I'll use him, and we might even have Bateson for an inning. Not sure of Hafar and Latchman. I'll find out after they play catch, but we have a couple guys back there uh, after Marujo. I know I said last thing, but I lied. Bateson gave you a couple solid innings yesterday. Bateson threw the best I've seen him throw all year yesterday, he was he was outstanding. He went in there, he threw strikes, didn't try to do too much, but just competed as a pitcher. So hopefully he continues to do that the rest of this year, and, and, and he can use that in his development moving forward. Yeah, he was great.
0: All right, Coach, thanks again.
1: Thanks, us all Have a good one.
0: Justin Johnson, back with the first pitch after this.